We do have another clip. It's going to be our last clip of Bishop Serba and the providence of ordaining men. You know, there's always the Lord in his providence, you know, um, everything, there's a harmony to our lives, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you see things looking backwards that, you know, you mm-hmm. didn't quite realize at the time, but these preparations for my own, you know, mm-hmm. ordination, um, we had the privilege of studying in the Holy Land for a semester um, when I was in the seminary, and I happened to live at the birthplace of St. John the Baptist, which was in the Valley of the Visitation, oh. you know, and so unbeknownst to me, that would actually end up being my ordination day. Oh, really? You know, and I thought, listen, God is, he thinks of everything, you know, uh-huh. so I have so many fond and beautiful memories of that. And of course, Corpus Christi, you know, for priestly life and ministry, mm-hmm. you know, where right. we exist, you know, to bring the Eucharist, you know, to be God's instruments in that, so... And you you were born that day. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So so what's it? Um, have have you ordained um, a number of men already? I'm assuming you have. You know, I have. I have. Yep. Uh huh. What what's it like ordaining a man? If, if I may ask you that, ordaining a man to the diaconate to the priesthood. What what's that like for you as a bishop? You know, like so many things. You know, we as as priests and bishops or deacons. You know, we're we're in this privileged role God invites us, you know, to represent Jesus Christ as servant, you know, and as priest, mm-hmm. the one to offer sacrifice and to preach his word. So it's a very, um, uh, it's a, for me personally, a very uh, humbling experience to be able mm-hmm. to be part of that ritual and to ordain. And it's probably one of the truest expressions of, for a celibate male, you know, spiritual fatherhood, mm-hmm. you know, thinking God is using me as an instrument to make present to his people you know, a man in service to his church in this way in the Sacrament of Holy Orders. So it's, yeah, it's an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I, I'm I, sure. Well, going back to, to November, you know, being the, the month for the communion of saints and the poor souls in purgatory. I, you know, it's, yeah, it's great to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kind of in awe of it. Uh, you know, my sister just texted me as well. My other sister, my sister Kelsey, um, and uh, she said, when I think of Bishop, I think of when my son Ezra was about three months old and in the NICU. Bishop, amongst his, what I assumed, busy schedule, he came to the hospital to check in on Ezra and how Reggie and myself were. I know he checked in with my brothers to see how we were doing at times as well. He was very genuine and truly desired the best for all and went out of his way to do this. What a true blessing God gave to us in this diocese and to our own homes and lives, his presence will be greatly missed. You know, and he, he would, he would go to the hospital if he knew somebody was there. I mean, the it happened of, a lot. I remember, I, I mean, as you're saying that or reading that, I remember thinking to myself, you know, on a number of occasions where I was visiting somebody in the hospital and they said, well, the bishop was here. I said, well, he was? Yeah. What was he here for? Yeah. Say, I mean, I didn't know what your connection was. You yeah. know? And so it's like, he did take time to go to the, it, to the we, hospital. We've talked about the Norrells, Mallory Norrell, who is a, a holy young woman here in the diocese who passed away a couple years ago. And he had confirmed her the morning she passed away in the hospital. He yeah. went up there, actually got off the radio with us and That's went right. to the hospital. And mm-hmm. she desired confirmation, and she died a couple hours later. We were right. able to be there. But if, uh, uh, when she was sick and going through things, he showed up in her room. And her mom and dad were out of the room, I believe. Everybody was gone. So she she's there all alone, and Bishop comes in and prays with her and talks with her. And then he, he had to leave. So... Craig and Laurie showed back up, and they're like, "Well, what's going on?" Well, Bishop was just here. Well, it, it, wow. it, it brings it brings the memory of to me, Father Ryan. You uh, uh, presided at her funeral, um, and you talked about how 
it, it became obviously some commonplace for the bishop to, to go and visit her that it was more exciting for her to the UMD hockey players. Why don't you tell that story a little bit? <laughs> so uh, I got to recall the exact yeah. detail, but yeah, she was she was uh, more excited to uh, see the UMD hockey players than the bishop because they don't come by as much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. And she loved hockey, so but we used to joke with Bishop like the Bulldogs got a you know higher rank uh, in formality <laughs> than you, Bishop. <laughs> But he did go up there, you know, and uh, and pray with people, and was with people in such a, a strong way. And like Lilith shared earlier, you know, going to right their house to go be with Deacon Terry um, as he was on hospice. And- Folks, we have open lines at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. You can call in and share a memory and how Bishop Serva touched your life in his ministry as our bishop. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. He was. We were out. Um, in Helena last week for Bishop Austin Vetter's ordination. And one of his best friends is a bishop as well, and so they were both there. Somebody had relayed this story to me yesterday. Um, and uh, who knows them, a new bishop, sir, but well. And this one bishop was sharing that last week when during the Litany of the Saints during the ordination. Uh, this particular bishop was kind of groaning because his knees were sore on the marble floor, and he was like, I don't know how I'm going to get up. And, you know, in the midst of the, this long litany, and it was a long litany, uh, he looked over at, at Bishop Serba, and Bishop Serba was just steadfast and, 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 you know, kneeling strong and praying. And he just thought, man, that guy. <laughs> he, said it, he said it got over, and these two are really have been good friends for a long time. He said it got over, and Bishop Paul stood right up, no problem. And this bishop was kind of like struggling to get up, and, and Bishop Paul just reached his arm down. And he, he grabbed onto his arm, and he said he was like a rock. And he yeah. said he helped me stand up. Yeah, uh, you know, and that that was the way he was. You know, like it's the cra- it's you know, it's the craziest thing to go back to the theme of Advent. You know, I mean, everybody that would have known Bishop Servo would have saw him as a guy in really good health. You yeah. know, I mean, I had yeah. no, uh, who had any indication that that he uh, you know could have had this happen. And so, the whole idea of the theme of of Advent and being prepared, and and his own death is uh, is incredible. Considering we just have to be prepared. Yep, and he was a man who I believe was very, very prepared because of how he lived. Yeah, uh, we have Bonnie Lou from Duluth. Bonnie, welcome to the show. Hi. What's your memory of Bishop? Good morning. Sarah? Good morning. Well, I have so many, but I wanted to call on behalf of our choir at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary. Um, we had the, uh, you know, we had the privilege of singing almost ten years to the date for his ordination mass as Bishop of the Diocese of Duluth, and um, I believe we're going to have the privilege of singing at his uh, funeral on Friday as well, but he was so appreciative of all of our music and our musicians, and he always took the time to thank uh, Jenny uh, Campbell, our music director, and let her know, you know, how beautiful the services were with our music, and uh, it, it was just it was just such a privilege to be. It's, it is a privilege to be in the choir, and especially when we were able to sing for the many ordinations and masses that uh, Bishop Server presided over. And uh, on a on a personal note, so that was my little bit for the choir. But on a personal note, um, you were talking so much about how he, he just took these occasions to show up at at people's uh, private or uh, even public. Uh, Ceremonies and on July seventh, uh, July fifteenth, twenty seventeen, my uncle James Joseph Hubert, a uh, you know a young man from West Duluth who joined the war movement in uh, nineteen forty, uh, he was killed in Tarawa on the island of Tarawa um, in the Gilbert Islands, uh, November 
November 23rd, no, November 21st, 1943. In 2015, his remains were found on the island of Tarawa, and he was returned to Duluth, Minnesota, uh, on July 14th through a dignified arrival at Minneapolis Airport, but then we had the ceremony that, um, the uh, Marine Honor Ceremony, July 15th. Uh, it was a very, uh, very well attended. There was probably 250, 300 people there. We had a horse, uh, a horse-drawn cassion uh, or cassion for uh, Uncle Jimmy. And as we rounded the corner at Soldier's Field, I looked up and there was Bishop Serva, and I, I just couldn't believe it. I, as, a, as a Catholic, my heart was just so filled on such a sad day to see him. And then at the ceremony, because he was there, we didn't know he was coming. There was a full guard of Knights of Columbus. Uh, it was just for a Catholic. I'm, I'm one of the only Catholics still practicing in my family. We are Catholic, and it was just such a special day. After the ceremony, he waited until the end. Like I said, 250, 300 people. He, went, he waited to come up and talk to me, to talk to my Aunt Mary Kay, held her hand, told him, you know, just, you know, just shared his his uh, condolences with her, every single member of my family. It was just so, so touching. And Thank it was you, just Bonnie. that way. Every, yep, every time exactly. I saw him at the cathedral, he would take the moment. He would, he would, like, grasp my hand, ask me how my son Aaron, who he confirmed, and said his name right, uh, Aloysius, not Aloysius, at his, at his confirmation. He would just take that moment and say, whatever you need, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for your son Aaron at this time. So... Um, we really are going to miss him, and he was just such a gracious, uh, just a wonderful thank man, and our, uh, our shepherd. So thank you for the time. I know I took up the last thank, of your Thank you, um, thank you Bonnie. For, uh, All right. God, God bless, Bonnie. We, we're going to go to one uh, one other listener on Facebook. Thanks, Bonnie. Uh, Jody Altonen uh, wrote it on Facebook, Every All Saints Day, I bring the first graders from Stella Maris, Holy Rosary Campus, dressed as saints, over to visit with the bishop. He took time to talk with each child about their saint they chose. He was so peaceful and gentle with the children. They loved having this opportunity to visit with him. Jody, thanks for sharing that. Um, We've we've heard a lot. We've heard a lot in this last... We've had an extended segment. I want to thank the listeners that have called in and the ones that have written on uh, Facebook. Lots of memories, and we could probably go on for a week or two (laughs) doing this. And and so it's all been good, and we just see what kind of loss that we have as a diocese, what kind of blessings we had. Uh, in our diocese as well to have Bishop Serba. So after, um, uh, we're going to be changing gears here a little bit. We've had a, um, a, um, a lot of good time here talking with listeners, but we're going to change gears after the break. We're going to be talking to Father Andy Bierman in regards to um, uh, Advent and the Christmas season and how to keep focus. And that'll be after our break. Father Andy Bierman. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 